Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once-forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 40. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. It's Friday. Hi, Grace. Oh, I love it. It's Friday. You're right. Yay. And we can see the sun. Oh, I can't. It's cloudy here today and very, very windy. Ooh. You know, it's uh, it's sunny and cold here, which is what happens when it gets sunny. What do you guys do on the weekends and stuff when it gets all yucky there? We do not melt when we get rained on. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's it's a different life. It's kind of like living in London, I guess, where you just get kind of get used to the rain. Okay, so you're not wimpy. No. I'm you, a little wimpy. Yeah, well, you get used to it because you get nothing done out here if, it, if you stayed inside every time it rained. So now this time of year is your rainy season. Yes. Okay, so you're much like Seattle. Very much like. Actually, I think our weather is more like Portland for whatever reason. Okay. Okay. That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to start out with a little Al Franken. Okay. He's in trouble with a capital T. Yes, he is. Yesterday, LA radio news anchor Leanne Tweedy accused Senator Al Franken of groping her a decade ago while she was sleeping on a USO tour plane. She claimed his wet kiss and tongue awoke her. Ew. Yuck. Also, if that's not crazy enough, a photo has also surfaced of him pretending to fondle her breasts. All this has prompted the Ethics Committee to move forward to investigate Franken's sexual harassment history. Huh. Now, yesterday, as I was listening to Leanne Tweedy's news conference, right? believe me, I was empathetic about what had happened to her because, ew, yeah. and I just, ew, I mean, and to think that you're sleeping and so vulnerable and anybody would do something like that is horrible. But when you're on a USO trip with people that, you know, are there because they're supportive of our troops... You think you have a certain amount of reason to trust them. Yeah. So I I am incredibly empathetic about that. Still, I was a little angered by, again, why she says she came forward. She claims she came forward for all those women out there that didn't have a voice. All those women that lived in the middle of the country, and that's what she said. You know, for example, like the ones that work at Chili's. That's what she said. And as I have told you and our listeners before, in the Midwest, we tend to take care of it at the time. Sometimes it costs us a lot. Well, it got me to thinking about the Clintons. Okay. And in the midst of all these sexual harassment claims and apologies, we certainly can't overlook the strength of the Midwestern women that came forward 
back more than 20 years ago. Right. It wasn't cool then. Right. It Think wasn't about, trendy. No, it wasn't trendy. And it wasn't going to get them anything like, it. you know, the cameras in front of them in a positive way like it is now. Right. You know, you got people coming forward now and the cameras and the plods are there. And it wasn't like that then. Not only were they calling out some idiot senator or some idiot director, these women were calling out the most powerful man in the United States, the president, for rape and sexual misbehavior and sexual misconduct. Yeah. So you got to look for just a moment deeper into this Clinton relationship. You know, Bill Clinton is a winner. There is no doubt about it. And it must drive Hillary Clinton insane because (laughs) Hillary ain't a winner. Oh, you are funny. Yes, you're a truth. The only damn thing Hillary ever won was that Senate seat in New York. And if you'll remember, Rudy Giuliani had to get prostate cancer for that to happen. (laughs) Oh, yeah. In fact, once in a while when I think about how much of a winner Bill is and how much of a loser Bill is, I almost understand why she is so bitter. (laughs) No doubt the underlying anger that seeps out of her pores, and believe me, people sense it (laughs) with Hillary, the nonverbal messages will always undermine whatever she's saying. Yeah. And Bill, well, he's so much, he's somewhat of a phenomenon. No matter what he does, no matter what he says, he not only survives, but he thrives. Comes out on top. The only thing Bill ever failed at was making Hillary likable and relevant enough to win. (laughs) Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Their relationship is often described as a political arrangement. (laughs) Many of us refer to it, especially in these parts. The Clinton machine. You got to remember, Clinton' early political career was in the state that borders me, and I'm in the southern part of the state. So we heard a lot of things that never even made it to national news. Oh, wow. Nevertheless, who runs the machine? Is it the good cop, bad cop psychology? Hmm. Who's the good cop? And who's the bad cop? Okay, right there. Hillary could never be the good cop. But he's a bad boy. Yeah, but why does he get away with it when everybody else is under the gun? Exactly. At all costs, who bends the rules to protect the Clinton machine? Oh, she, uh, yeah, I I would guess Hillary. Until Donna Brazile came forward and really given it much thought. I assume they were both capable of doing whatever it takes to get what they want or need. Now, I'm not sure. Hmm. Unlike Hollywood and the news media, Bill Clinton's accusers came forward as a result. They have struggled. And when since they've struggled and when since they've survived very well despite him. Yeah. For years, Bill Clinton's accusers tried to tell their story, only to be hushed by the same coastal elites that were hiding dark secrets behind a curtain of fame. So forgive us all here in the middle. Years ago, we watched several women gallantly come forward to tell of the sexual abuses they received from the most powerful man in the world. Yes, Juanita Broderick, Kathleen Willey, Paula Jones, and Jennifer Flowers. You know, these were all before Monica Lewinsky, who claims she was not 
a victim. In fact, Jennifer Flowers really doesn't claim that she's a victim. But all of these women, except Kathleen Willey, were Midwestern women. Kathleen Willey was from Pennsylvania. Right. Hmm. In my mind, they will always be heroes because they risked everything by refusing to be Bill or Hillary Clinton's victims. Right. Remember what I say. Hashtag nobody's victims. Yeah. That is the message. Good. Yeah, it really made me think. Unfortunately, you know. I'm still wondering, though. Yeah, I know it didn't solve anything, but it really made me think. How is it that Bill and Hillary air so much distaste for one another, yet master the control that could only be described as mob-like? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, who calls the shots? She, she does. She seems like the, I mean, outside of his sexual deviance, which is truly deviance, and in a couple of cases, had this happened now, he might be in jail. He would certainly have been, I, th I think he would have certainly had to walk away from the presidency right. and, and the current climate. But, you know, as always, Bill Clinton's very lucky. But think about the things she, she did when she, long before they were in politics, where she degraded rape victim Kathy Shelton as she represented her perpetrator. Right. You know, she had an elusive email server with the country's secrets in her gas bathroom. Yeah. She sold our uranium to one of the most dangerous countries in the in the world. Yeah, I can't get over that one. That one just can't get over it. And it just seems too coincidental to believe there wasn't a pay to play uh, for donations to her charity. Charity. I, it's not a charity. It's a bribing fund. I right. And, and the reason it's collapsing now is she's no longer secretary of state and she didn't become president. There's nothing for them to pay. There's no play. Well, she has no power now. They need to go in and do a serious investigation while she's still wandering around going, what happened? What happened? Absolutely. You know, what about the dirty deals Donna Brazil told us about she made with the DNC? Yeah. And, you know, I'm still waiting for it. Well, you know what? She knew she couldn't even get the, the nomination. She had to make a dirty deal with the DNC to get the nomination. Yeah. She knows she's not a winner. I mean, what about the Whitewater deal, the cattle deal that everybody says was just impossible to happen? You know, she couldn't have made that kind of money in that short of time. What about their questionable friends? Harvey Weinstein, Anthony Weiner, Bill yeah. Clinton. I, I mean, do we see a pattern there? Yeah, definitely. But we will always remember Bill saying, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yep. And we all know what happened. Exactly. And the story isn't going to go away anytime soon. And I have a feeling we're going to keep talking about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's unfolding like an onion. Yeah. Okay, just a couple of words about taxes. The House passed its form of the tax bill. Sending stocks higher yesterday. They're now lower today, though, a little bit, so... I, I think that people started thinking what I was thinking, that still has to go through the Senate. Yeah. And that hadn't been a very lucky card lately. No. It's hard to say what's going to happen there. Yeah. I, I'm very skeptical. The bill passed with 227 yeas to 205 nays. Financial gurus, of course, these are people that are not in the Trump camp and are not accounting for economic growth that this could generate, claim that it will add $1.5 trillion, with a T, to the deficit. Oh. Yeah, ouch is right. Hmm. Oh, and the other, I don't know, abscess that won't go away is Judge Roy Moore. <laughs> 
Abstab says. Yeah, that's about all I can think of. <laughs> well, he's being squeezed now. Oh, yuck. I wish he'd pop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> four more women have came forward. And still, Roy Morse refuses to step away from the election in Alabama for Jeff Sessions' former Senate seat. His wife even had a woman's gathering today where <laughs> they all you know, claimed support for the judge. I, I don't know. Anyway, lessons. I guess this is my tip of the day for presidents. Think twice about using the House and the Senate to populate your cabinet. <laughs> you never know what might happen. And remember, the balance of power is at stake. This is probably going to cost us the balance of power. When you think about the fact that Mike Pence, if we lose the seat, will be the dividing vote. And then we have the three, and actually it might be four, senators that are disguised as Republicans but vote as Democrats. Yeah. We just tend to balance power away, I think. Anyway, Moore's Democratic opponent has jumped in front by eight points. Now, you go, well, sure he has. Listen, it took a while. It took the four people coming forward day before yesterday for those polls to move out of his favor. Alabama's a different kind of place. He needs to step away, definitely. Now, you got to wonder. How you, you you get into these group thinks. I, I just keep saying it. And, and I really think that's what's going on with the NFL. Very similar to some of the liberal causes, um, some of the, the Clinton idealism. You get this resistance, this thought pattern that makes no sense. Right. So as, you, as everybody should know, I, I'm a fan of Jerry Jones. Back when Springfield was in his heyday, in its heyday, the only heyday it probably ever had. Jerry Jones was one of the people that invested in it strongly. He's he's still very good to the to this the city. But the other owners are after Jerry Jones, and like I said, it makes absolutely no sense. The NFL is in a quick decline. We all know that. Yeah. It has it's spinning out of control and costing it and its partners a fascinating amount of money. Now a lot of these deals were made before the season, but they promise to be much different next year. The deals will be less. The money just won't be there as as they know it today. Hmm. Still, the owners, aside from Jerry Jones, want to extend Commissioner Roger Goodell's contract for an irrational amount of money with other outrageous compensations. According to Jones, the league has undergone unprecedented upheaval in the last two years, including a significant decline in television ratings, Increased advertiser discontent, high-profile litigation concerning player suspensions, and decreasing ticket sales. Jones adds, this is not the time for the league to undertake massive contractual obligations, which are inconsistent with the league's performance. Seems logical to me. Yeah, more than logical. Jones claims in his open letter he is receiving severe threats of retaliation from other owners. That's real professional. According to Jones, this demonstrates the dysfunction of the current process. The owners have declined Jones' request for a special owners meeting. Now, in all this mess, Jones has one supporter, owner of the Mavericks, Mark Cuban. Cool. Who's also had issues with the NBA, the other owners in the NBA. So... 
I, I think he has um, a, a deep understanding of where Jerry Jones is coming from. I'm totally behind Jerry. I mean, outrageous what Goodell is actually asking for. So I hope that Jerry Jones wins this battle one way or another. I sure do, too. And, you know, the Cowboys are America's team. They have the best ratings. They're, they're the most favorite team. I mean, they are. It just goes back to Tom Landry. I loved him in his trench coat and his, I don't know what that hat was called. I forgot. But anyway, he was a classy man. I don't know. I really liked him. But I like Jerry Jones, too. Okay, a little bit of crazy news. Uh, Senator Bob Menendez's trial for corruption was ruled a mistrial by the judge. I don't think it's over. I mean, they could still try him again because this was a mistrial. I don't know that that's very likely, but there will be more because there will be ethics hearings. Right. Still, he stepped out on a limb and threatened. He says he will never forget those who went after his seat. In the Senate. I don't know that I would have been making that statement quite yet. I would, I would have waited for, yeah, publicly. Correct. Waited for, waited for the swamp to get drained first? Well, exactly. And there's a little sexual harassment thing. I don't know how little it is that is lurking over him. So I'm, I'm not, I'm, I think I'd be, as my mother said, watch your P's and Q's. <laughs> Yes. Well, we broke a record, or at least somebody did. A Da Vinci painting of Jesus, um, titled Savator Mundi, sold at auction for a record $450.3 million. Huh. You know, there's not that many Da Vinci paintings because much of what he did was, you know, like on the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah. yeah, on the ceiling, yeah. But still, that was like the highest one prior to that was something like $176 million, and it was a Picasso. And it's still so, ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, you could end world hunger with that painting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. What do you do after you buy something for that price? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who are you going to sell know, it to? Yeah, I mean, who is going to buy it? You know, that's crazy. Oh, the Russian probe continues. Oh, yeah. That's not going away either. Senate leaders on both sides of the swamp, Republican and Democrat, on the Judicial Committee are accusing Jared Kushner, Donald Trump's son-in-law, of not being fully forthcoming with the panel's probe via attorney letters that have been sent to him urging him to turn over emails that were sent to him, referencing WikiLeaks and, I'm quoting, Russian backdoor overture and dinner invite. Kushner has until November 27th to respond and provide the document. Huh. Now, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a judge, but because he is under the watchful eye and has been questioned by special counsel and the Mueller probe, I'm not sure he has to turn these over to the Judiciary Committee because it's almost like pleading. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either, but it's not going away. No, it's not going away. I mean, they all use it to, you know, make the news. Yeah. But a wonderful thing or a very interesting thing um, event this weekend is the Leonid Shower most favorable positions for viewing would be, obviously, away from the city lights. The best geographic locations will be southeast and east of the Rocky Mountains. 
Yeah, not west of the Rocky Mountains, because we just see clouds when we look up. Right. I did once see it in New Mexico, and it's very beautiful. Yeah, being so close to Vancouver here, we don't get much starlight to look at. No, but you can see that. Can you see that aura? Uh, Northern Lights? No. No. Never seen them here. Oh, I thought maybe you had. There has been some days where people have said they've seen them, but not like I've seen them like growing up on the prairies away from the city lights and everything. It's, it's amazing when you look up in the sky, when you're in the middle of nowhere and see all the things you can't see in your own backyard. How intimidating too. Yeah. It makes you just feel like a tiny little ant. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see it for the first time ever. And this is an important, something we've covered a lot. A scan has shared CTE chronic, traumatic encephalopathy in a patient prior to his death. Former Minnesota Vikings linebacker Fred McNeil's brain showed the syndrome to doctors via PASCAN. I think that could be a big breakthrough. I mean, if you can see it while they're alive, I'm I'm not saying they have a treatment. My mother, not from football and a different type of encephalopathy, She got encephalitis a few years ago, and it has left her with a secondary dementia that is just, it's just incredible. There is nothing harder for a family or a patient that I can imagine than seeing someone's brain just deteriorate, and it's so frightening for them, so frightening for the family. So I, I hope this is a big breakthrough. I hope so, too. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Spacey, it's it's not over for him either. <laughs> 20 new complaints about Kevin Spacey's sexual groping, assaults, and inappropriate behavior have come forward. Uh, these news threats are all coming from his stint at the London Theater. I don't even know what to say anymore, other than if he would have touched me, I would have punched him in the windpipe. Yeah, I mean, you kind of come from that country board, although it is Canada. I would, you still had that. You take care of stuff when it happens. Yeah, I would have pulled him out in the backyard and whipped his ass. Yeah, and more power to you. And not one person. No, not one person has done that. And that shows a, a mentality that I'm not really all that familiar with because of where I come from. Yeah, it's... Uh... Doesn't make much sense in my head either. No, it doesn't. We're we're pretty blunt here. Yeah. And um, if we have to use force, we do. Yeah. Sometimes happens, and you got to do what you got to do. And you try to warn them. Yeah, you bet. You know, I always try to warn three times. If if you can't warn them, you can't warn them. You know, sometimes too bad for the warning. Yes. But you're going to be jealous now. A donor has sent a sweet new Lamborghini Hurricane to Pope Francis. (laughs) It's yellow and white. The car normally sells for $200,000. And if you look online, you can see the Pope blessing it. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's priceless. Priceless. Oh, my. I got to look for that photo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's too funny. What is the Pope going to do <laughs> with the Lambo? Well, clearly he's not going to be bop around it. I mean, you got to wonder, does he even know how to drive? Yeah, I, uh, when's the last time he drove? But, you know, yeah. boom, what was that? He, he, oh, it was he the... He grew up in a, a small, you know, village in Argentina. I, You know, he might not 
have ever driven. Yeah. You'd be standing there and boom, what was that? Oh, it's the Pope and his <laughs> Lambo. Yeah. yeah. There is a joke about the Pope driving a Lambo or something, isn't there? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I can't say it. <laughs> On the air, okay. I just realized that. Just forget that. Okay, okay, we'll just leave it to our imaginations. Okay. But speaking of another priceless photo, okay. this one's great. Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, a signature, is now on the money. You know, it takes a little while. And boy, was his new wife posing for the camera. Her seductive look. Is definitely priceless. Huh. They're holding up the first run of money with his name on it. And, wow. <laughs> You'll have to look that up. <laughs> okay, we'll do. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, she's hot. I'm saying that as a woman. She is beautiful. Huh. And uh, she kind of knows how to work it. Well, work it, baby. Work it. I cannot disagree with you there. No, but we don't always agree. Nevertheless, life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become a victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace. Everyone have a safe and wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.